Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Osmo.com GPP core for drafting, sponsored by Jack Market. We want to build three lineups today using our boom bus tool and the NFL top stacks on Osmo.com. So uh, I think the game of the week that everyone's going to want to play is this Kansas City Dallas game. I mean, you got two high upside offenses. I just slightly prefer the, the Dallas side uh, from a GPP standpoint because of the lower ownership, but both sides are certainly good options. And then I'll probably want to stack up two guys from this game. <clears throat> I feel like um, Dalton Schultz, uh, CD Lamb, Mari Cooper are all great options. So um, Maybe I'll go with Cooper and, and Schultz since CD Lamb had a big game last time. Maybe that uh, be a little bit sneakier. On the Kansas City side, uh, this is one where I don't really feel like you have to run it back because the um, the prices on these guys are quite high. So I'll just leave it at that. I got kind of a, a popular stack, so I want to get a little bit different with some sleepers uh, in this lineup. One that I'm looking at this week is Alex Collins. I think the ownership might come up as we get a clearer sense of if Chris Carson is out, but it's looking like he's trending to be out. Um, only if he's out, I'm going to play him, obviously. Uh, and then we got some really great value options this week. A.J. Dillon is definitely the top one. Without Aaron Jones, that's a, a smash spot. Wide receiver, contrarian plays. AJ Green, uh, I think he's super low owned. And Arizona uh, with Kyler Murray most likely being back this week. Uh, that should make AJ Green look pretty good here. And the ownership sub 5%. Corey Davis also, um, he's getting targets from Joe Flacco this week. That really doesn't make much of a difference, in my opinion, from the other quarterbacks in the Jets, so I'm happy to load him in there. And uh, I got the money to spend up a defense. I could go to the Dolphins' defense as kind of contrary in play, but I already have um, Corey Davis, so that's a bad combo. Uh, so let's go to the 49ers. They are uh, facing Trevor Lawrence, who's definitely a little bit turnover prone. So that could easily work out. And then I got 7,500 left. I am noticing that Travis Kelsey kind of slides right into this lineup. Maybe because it's double tight end, it'll be a little bit sneakier. And these guys are, are good enough plays. Uh, the time I don't want to go double tight end is if I'm just playing a tight end because um you know you need to but these are both uh well projected play players 88 to 90th percentile contrarian that means lower ownership in most lineups and a higher projection in most lineups so that's definitely a winning formula all right let's do a value stack we got Tua Tungavailoa he's faced up with the Jets and the Jets passing defense has been pretty pretty uh weak this year so this is a great spot there are really three options, in my opinion. You got Waddle, you got um, Jasicki, and Miles Gaskin. Uh, the other guys, the, the playing time is too difficult to predict on a week-to-week -week basis. So um, 
I don't want to go Waddle and Jasicki. I feel like that's going to be a little bit too popular. Uh, I'm not saying I won't have that, but I do uh, maybe want to stack up Gaskin. He gets a lot of production receiving. So uh, that's definitely a, a guy that uh, is a lot more stackable than your typical running back. Now, on the other side, I did mention how I like Corey Davis this week. So he's a good option as a run back. I do want to run it back because um, we want Miami to continue to throw at high volume, which is more likely with some New York Jets points on the board. All right, so we went pretty budget so far, so I'm going to throw in a stud player. Nick Chubb, there's no Kareem Hunt, uh, and we're facing the Lions. So this is a great setup. Easily could see multiple touchdowns. <clears throat> uh, wide receiver, I, uh, I think I can spend up on one more player. Debo Samuel is a guy that has been lights out this year, and... Uh, I think uh, I'm willing to take a, a, a shot on him at that 12% ownership. Uh, people still aren't really buying into him being a, a full-blown star yet, so I'm willing to step in there. Since I don't have any Chiefs and Dallas players, I don't mind throwing the Chiefs defense in at 2200 That really frees up a lot of salary, so I can, can uh, make some really nice plays with the rest of my lineup. Jarvis Landry, I kind of want, but I have Chubb in this lineup. <clears throat> Going to lock it. He's uh, coming off a week where Seattle just really did poorly. Uh, so I'm not really worried about that. Um, I mean, we have a good amount of data on Russell Wilson, and he's been a good quarterback for a while. So uh, as far as the last plays, I could go uh, a couple of guys on the, the other side of that one, on the Cardinals. You got A.J. Green, and you got Zach Ertz. Um, it looks like Zach Ertz is, if we wanted to get really contrarian, uh, A.J. Green. I guess uh, A.J. Green projects as a better value. So it's only 0. 0.6 points. I really don't have a strong lean there. Maybe since AJ Green is in our last lap, I'll throw in Zach Ertz, double tight end again. All right, and then my sleeper stack, the Colts. They're a team that's uh, been really successful running the football, but tough matchup versus Buffalo. I'm kind of thinking that this game script could lead to a lot more passing than we normally see from the Colts. Not great values, but that's why they're low-owned. So maybe I'll stack up uh, Pittman, and then uh, the the second guy is really tough. I do think Hilton is getting a little bit more healthy, and uh, no one likes playing him, so that could easily work out. And then on the other side, I think you do probably want a run back since there's some good plays on the Buffalo side. Uh, Cole Beasley seems to be continually underpriced. He plays less when Buffalo has a lead, so that might be a negative correlation. Um, so maybe I'll go to Sanders. He, he plays pretty much no matter what, but gets targeted less often. So um, I do want to mention you can get 
uh, exposure to these players in a new format on jock market where you invest in players and then you get payouts based on how they rank at the end of the night. So you take a guy like Joe Mixon. Uh, if he's the top scoring fantasy player on the Sunday slate, then you get $25 per share. And if you can get the shares for under our projected value of 544, then you're likely to turn a profit in the long run. So a uh, really fun format. And you can use the promo code Osmo for $50 deposit bonus. All right, let's throw in a defense because I think uh, I just want to know how much uh, money I'm going to have left. Panthers defense, uh, certainly uh, Washington isn't very scary. And the, the Panthers are only 2700 so that's a good value. Uh, let's go in tight end. Haven't talked about Darren Waller, but he's uh, really high volume and he doesn't really want people all the money recently, so maybe people will be a little bit down on him, but uh, I think that's uh, a guy to buy low. 6,200 left per player. Let's go to James Conner. He's uh, someone that really stands out with no Chase Edmonds as uh, someone that could get a huge workload, so I'm, uh, I'm feeling that this week. And then for the last play, it depends how contrarian I want to go. I could go to Lockett at 11% or A.J. Dillon at 19%. So let's just plug those guys into the lineup builder and see um, how this lineup stacks up. So because this lineup is so contrarian with my stack, it's telling me that I probably want to go with Dylan, the higher projected player, um, because my lineup's already super contrarian, and the projections are the one spot where there's room for improvement. So, guys, I hope this uh, helps uh, you guys figure out some lineups for week 11. And uh, if you want more of this data, go to awesome.com and Jock Market. Use the promo code AWESOMO for a $50 bonus, and good luck this week.